I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. Joining me today, I have Emily Clark. She is a Manzano grad. She just graduated from Claremont Mud Scripps, a D3 school in Southern California. She is uh, going to be going to the University of Nevada, Reno as a graduate. And yeah, so much more we'll get into. So thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my first question is, how did you get into running? Yeah, um, so I did the thing that like all little kids do. I played AYSO soccer, you know. I was I was just horrible at it though. I was like so afraid of the ball. I think I was on a team and we got unlucky, but we lost like every single game one season. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of the end of my soccer days very early, like like elementary school. Um, my dad had had always been a runner. My mom too, um, but my dad was running marathons and stuff at that at that point. And so I think we ran a couple of like five Ks, like the run for the zoo or whatever. Um, no like real training or anything. And then like when I um, was getting ready to go to middle school, um, I wanted to run track. And I was like, okay, you need to train for the, for the track season. And so he'd take me on this, like he, we called it a mile. It was definitely less than a mile um, <laughs> like loop from our house. Um, and it was like, it was brutal. I, there were tears. There, there was a lot of walking. It was really hilly. So um, like 11 year old Emily wasn't, wasn't ready for it, but made it through like ran track in middle school and stuff like liked it was relatively good at it um then my dad decided to like start a cross-country team at roosevelt as well um so i got to run middle school cross-country and then yeah um manzano and, and i started just liking it more and more as, as it as it went on like it became more of a thing that i wanted to do than just like a thing that i did because my family did it um <laughs> yeah and so i'm still still running <laughs> It, uh, a lot of kids came from that soccer into running. Um, seems you're, a lot of them, the soccer uh, lasted a little bit longer. <laughs> a lot longer, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, uh, you, you mentioned a lot of hills and, you know, you went to Roosevelt, went to Manzano. You're an East Mountain girl, Cedar Crest area. So yep. there is no real flat areas to run there <laughs> no there are not <laughs> lots of hills makes you strong but it's, yeah. it's pretty rough <laughs> sometimes it, it can be rough if you're if you're a new runner just getting into it like i i can't even imagine i mean the downhills must feel great but then oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that there's either another one coming back like there's another uphill after that or you've got to turn around and now run up that hill to get back to where you were yeah, like the little loop that we did at like the very, very beginning of my running time, um, it like finished up this sledding hill at the back at the back of our backyard. And I think I would always try to negotiate a deal with my dad that like if we didn't take any breaks for the rest of the loop, we could walk up the sledding hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know that's like uh, any of the like, there was one road on the house that I grew up at and either direction, like went downhill right mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. and so i always knew it was always uphill no matter what i did i was always gonna have to finish on an uphill and it, yep. it does make you mentally tough but it also just really sucks knowing that that's coming <laughs> yes yep my house is the same way 
downhill in, in any direction. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like uh, having your dad uh, start up the cross country team and, and have him? I mean, obviously middle school is a little bit, we hope that it's a little bit more fun and not quite as serious, but what was it like having your, your dad coaching you for a little bit? Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was fun to like see him like impact the, or like, like he, he really loves coaching. Like he's the the soccer coach at Manzano now. Um, and like, he has so much running experience and like, so it was, it was kind of cool to like see him like, I don't know, grow as a coach. And like, it, I, I felt lucky to like have a dad who like had the time and the ability and like the the knowledge to kind of like start a program like that and it was fun to be able to like race all year round and not have to like go out for volleyball or whatever to like have a have a have a sport and it was very it was very relaxed I think we we would run like one little loop behind our behind Roosevelt or like some like grass farlicks like walking the rest and yeah um and lots of like middle school cross country is really really small like not many schools have it I think just like Desert Ridge and APS and then like Edgewood and then like Academy um and so we'd always go like tiny little meets and, and it was, it was fun. It was just like a fun introduction to the sport. Very low pressure. Yeah. That's, that's great. And I do love that. Like I, I, I like when middle schools have it. And like you said, there's not mm-hmm. a whole lot. Um, Cleveland middle school and APS mm-hmm. has had one of the last few years as well, but it, it is, um, you know, to bring that, that fun into it before you get to high school and it's like, I think as high, I'm, I'm a high school coach as well. Like we try to make it, you know, fun, but there's also like a, you know, that building part of it and you're, you're trying to make everybody better. And there's, it's not as carefree, I guess I should say. <laughs> and it's, a, I mean, it's cool. Cause it's like, everybody's going to see progress. Like, especially at that age, like if you just go to practice every day and you, and you run where you're supposed to run, like you're going to PR by so much throughout the season. And that's just like a fun, a fun introduction to the sport and like a fun, I don't know, way to get um, used to like the sense of accomplishment and stuff that running can like bring to you. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned a little bit about kind of finding that point of like running starting to become your own thing and not just like the family thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you have had a little success. When, when did that really kind of hit you? Like, oh yeah, this, I do like this. I'm not just doing it because, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, my sophomore year cross country season, I was so anemic, like, and I didn't know what was going on. Like my family, I don't know, we hadn't really heard of it, um, of like low iron being like such a, such a problem. And like, but I was just feeling awful and my races were going like horrible and like every single run was, was absolutely miserable. And so like, finally at the end of that season, like I went to the doctor and like we figured out what was going on and I was able to like get my iron up, get my ferritin up from, it was like two or something, um, like wow. not okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then like from just like having, being healthier and like, and, and getting my iron up running immediately became so much more fun and I had so much more success. I think I ran like, I don't know, like 527 or something in the mile that spring might be getting my years wrong but yeah whatever track season I had that breakthrough that was kind of when I was like wow this is so cool like um I mean yeah I guess for me like I started to enjoy it more as I became a little bit more successful and and that definitely happened after after that really rough cross country and then like also just like 
I gained an appreciation for like how running could feel and was supposed to feel and stuff. And it was like, wait, this is a lot more fun than it was before. Yeah. That is something that's so typical. Like, oh, I hate this and I'm not good at it. And then all of a sudden it's like, there's, oh, I'm kind of good at this. Oh, I've seen that improvement. And it's that it can change your, you know, the way you view it so much, whether it's running or, you know, anything else, school, you know, math or whatever, like as soon as you start getting a little success, even if it's just like personal success, like you're, you, you can flip that narrative so quickly. Yeah. And then once you do, then you want to put more into it and then more success comes and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have, like, when did you know that you wanted to continue this on beyond high school, like, and start running in college as well? Yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure. I, I was looking at like a bunch of different schools, um, like my senior year, a, a lot of like small D3 schools and also a couple like larger schools and stuff and visited a few and like applied to like 15 schools or something. Um, and then when it came down to like making the decision, like I kind of just could, could feel that like I cared about whether I was going to be able to run or, like, and what the team was going to be like, like a lot more than like I had expected to. And like ultimately that kind of like made me choose scripts over like, like Bryn Mawr, I guess. Um, I was like, yeah, I do want to see what I can do. And like, I, I would miss this a lot if I didn't get the chance to do it more of it. And I want to see what it's like being on like a really established team. And so, yeah, I don't think I was in a position where like running D1 was really like going to be something that I, I could do with like my high school times or like maybe I could have walked on somewhere, but, but I definitely, when I was picking my college, like having the opportunity to do it um, more ended up like being the determining factor for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and I want to talk more about obviously the college decision and, and that, but I'll go back to um, running for Manzano a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you kind of had some rough years and then figured out, you know, the anemia stuff. Is that still something you have to kind of manage? Yeah. I, I try to get my iron checked like once or twice a year and just like make sure I'm staying on it with the supplements and like being aware of like if I'm not feeling right for like an extended period of time like that might be it um but just like I try to like eat iron rich things too like more than I I did back then like make sure I have a lot of spinach a lot of meat like in my weekly diet all the time and yeah but it hasn't been like a seriously bad issue like since then it's definitely gotten a little bit low sometimes but never like never like how it was (laughs) Oh, that's good. And like you said, I mean, just being aware of it and having that in the back of your head, I'm sure, makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you got to Manzano, joining the cross-country team, you know, were you excited, like, to, like, meet all these new friends and kind of, like, get a get an idea of the school before, obviously, school started? I mean, coming from the East Mountains, I know a lot of people from there, like, going to Manzano, it's a different... Mm-hmm. thing you're not <laughs> you're not like in the city with everybody yeah it was definitely a transition to like a much bigger school than than my elementary and middle school had been but like we had summer practices leading up to that season and then there was just like a really awesome group of like juniors and seniors and, and sophomores on the team and so it was cool to like know them like have familiar faces on campus like when we got there and stuff and like yeah that's that's awesome um you, I looked back at some of your, your times and everything over your senior year, and uh, 
you did you did pretty well i mean you had a third place finish at state in the 1600 a fifth place finish in the 3200 um you know sub 12 minutes which you know at the at altitude here is not bad at all um it was kind of interesting though because i was looking at that two mile and just looking at the other girls ahead of you and i was like oh yeah i forgot everybody who was there you know in that 2018 year mm -hmm. like there were some good runners yeah like amanda and like jasmine and yeah elisa i'm still really good friends with elisa yeah that's awesome um, yeah i I think that like third place finish at state kind of came out of the blue. Like I didn't expect that at all going into that meet. I was just happy to qualify. Like I'd, I hadn't, I don't think I'd qualified individually before. Maybe I did in the two mile like the year before or something, but, but it was just like, finally things had kind of clicked and like stayed, stayed going right for the whole season. So I was just excited to be there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was cool. I mean, I remember, um, cause I had been coaching for a couple of years at that time and I, I believe you guys were in Sandia's district at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we and, definitely were. Yeah. And so, like, I remember watching a lot of your races and like, oh, man. And it, it was it was cool to see you, you know, finish mm -hmm. off well at state and, and surprise some people. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise a lot of people. Surprise myself as well. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a great way to cap off, like, a really fun New Mexico high school yeah. career. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And I'm sure your coach was super excited about it all mm -hmm. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you had a good cross country year that too. I forgot the placement, but then you went out and you had a top 100 finish at uh, regionals, um, which is, I mean, anytime you can be in the, I mean, it's a huge race. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a shock too. I, I guess maybe this is kind of a theme. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my goal that season had just been to like, get all state at, at cross country. And then like, I was still feeling good and like enjoying running at that point. And so um, nobody from Manzano was going on to like NXR, um, but I talked to Coach VR and I was good friends with Jasmine Turtle Morales. And um, like she and Coach Chakri invited me to like come work out with them for the next couple weeks. And then like kind of travel to them with them to, to regionals because they were going as a team, Eldorado. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was fun. And I like snuck into the championship race somehow. And then I PR'd by like a whole minute, um, like my first time. Yeah. So that, that was a great way to finish the cross country. Cross -country <laughs> I, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure really coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure coach Shakri uh, helped make sure to get you in that championship race. Cause he, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's so awesome to have that experience if, if nothing else like mm -hmm. to be able to i mean you know coming out in new mexico like we we have some decent sized races i mean the rio rancho jamboree was mm -hmm. always big academy um you know unm meet can be kind of big but like to go to something like that is mm -hmm. just i mean the amount of people there the amount of races how fast everyone is like it, it's so worth experiencing that yeah I, I remember being just shocked by like the number of people on the starting line um and then like of course cross country times don't really matter but i think that was maybe like one of the first times where i realized oh maybe i like could keep doing this in college um like just having the chance to run on like a pancake flat 
<laughs> grass course at sea level and you know like like our our new mexico courses are pretty grindy sometimes and it's hard to compare oh, yeah. to the country and so that it was cool to have that kind of um data point as well right well i mean <laughs> even just the academy course like is one of the faster courses we run mm-hmm. on but it's not like it's easy <laughs> you got that whole uphill you start off with you've got the hills on the back like it's a great course and it's yeah. definitely fast but it is not um not what a lot of other places run on <laughs> yeah definitely not <laughs> and it always felt so easy compared to like rear rancho or like or like the right. new course i don't know if you guys are still running that but yeah yeah we are yeah. but it's yeah but it's funny because it's like I feel like that course is even faster than um, Highlands course out at Bullhead. Mm-hmm. But, I, and I think it's just because Bullhead has so much grass that can mm-hmm. sometimes be overgrown when you're running there. Yep. <laughs> and we're not used to it. Like, right. Really yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so how has that transition been to college where a lot of the courses do tend to kind of lean more toward the flatter faster side yeah it was it was fun i'm in southern california a lot of the courses are still like hard packed dirt so it wasn't like totally foreign um but it was definitely like we had one meet i don't know maybe my sophomore year um down in san diego and the course was like it actually had a hill in it and it was like (laughs) I was like, wow, I can't believe I used to do this in high school every single week. <laughs> this is so hard. How are you supposed to raise up this? Um, so I feel like it's made me soft. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but then you come back over the summers and you got to get used to those hills again and the altitude out there. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so you talked a little bit about that choice of why you, you picked the school you did, you know, partially because of the running. Was that the, the biggest reason you chose to go down to Southern California or, you know, being close to the ocean also a little perk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was mostly looking like I definitely applied to my schools first based on like academics and like what I what I thought was going to be a good fit for me and like what I thought I wanted. So I, I was pretty sure I wanted like a small abroad school, but I wasn't totally sure. And and the benefit of Scripps was that. It, it's part of this consortium like there's five colleges within like a one mile radius and like you can take classes at all the other ones and and so like wow. the team is actually like a combined team of three of the schools and then there's Pomona Pitzer which is the other two schools um and so I was really intrigued by the opportunity to like be somewhere that was both like a small abroad school but also had like the resources of like a larger consortium more people to meet and like um and yeah, like I'm really, the consortium ended up being awesome. Like, I'm so glad I made that choice. Um, but that was kind of what made Scripps stand out from like the other schools I was looking at on top of like the running being pretty, pretty well established. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really like, I, I had looked at the name, but didn't do too much research into the school. I mean, that is definitely pretty unique from what mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a couple other consortium kind of laborates situations across the country, but I think ours is the only one where it's like, I mean, our campuses are on top of each other. Like, I I majored actually at Pomona, even though I like attended Scripps and like all my huh. classes were done there. Like, um, like it 
it's faster for me to go to Pitzer than it is for me to go to like our, our track where we have practice and like, um, wow. so it's very integrated. It really feels like one, one, you, we, we used to be able to go to, go to all the dining halls, like across all five schools <laughs> and like, like, um, friends with everybody from all the other different schools. So it, it was great. It was like, I had the really small classes and like the professor support and engagement and stuff like that I was looking for at like a small liberal arts school, but, um, also the resources of four other small liberal arts schools altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Like that just, um, I, I can, I can just see all of the benefits like you're talking about mm-hmm. of that and not one school has to put so much money in, in all of these things. If everybody's kind of working together, like, Oh, we'll focus on this. You focus on, you know, however they work yeah, it out. Like, exactly. Like, like one of the schools is really good at computer science. And a lot of us like we'll take computer science classes there. And like Pomona's known for like languages and like, um, uh, Claremont McKenna is known for like econ and, and government um, and so like each school kind of has its specialty but like you get to like I don't know have the opportunity to like dip into like that specialty from your from your own school without like fully committing to it yeah wow that's yeah it just sounds really cool <laughs> it's a great system yeah yeah <laughs> uh, that'd be uh, maybe some more schools should do that but <laughs> um yeah that's that's just really cool uh so you you obviously competed there you ran cross country you ran track um how was that balance of schoolwork and you know training at the you know in a, in a cross country level like yeah it definitely, it definitely took a while to adjust to it uh, my first year was pretty rough honestly <laughs> um we had 6 a.m practices uh all cross country season um wow. which uh like every day of the week and and like we had to because i mean it was great we could take classes at any time during the day like it totally like did not have to adjust our, our school schedules at all but we also had to go to bed by like 9 30 to like you know be able to wake up for that and that's that's weird for a college freshman to, to right. do and, like it was a lot more work than than i was doing in high school like I mean, honestly, like most of college, I just ran and, and did homework and like we did homework together and stuff. So like it was fun, but <laughs> but it, it was definitely an adjustment. And I, I struggled. I, I got sick like four or five times that first semester. And like I think I had bronchitis like actually three times my freshman year. Wow. So, like I wasn't running well, like because of that. But um, like as time went on, I figured out, you know, what I had to do to like stay healthy and like how to kind of find a better balance and you know, take some time to do other things. And yeah. I think that balance can be so hard (laughs) as a freshman. And then especially kind of, I think a lot of students, you know, moving away. I mean, you were Mm -hmm. pretty far away and that can be rough for, for a lot of students without having that kind of safety net of, you know, your parents, family, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I'm, I know my own experience. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the, I was lucky. I was really lucky because the team is, was huge. There's about 70 people and like, it's, it's co-ed, like we practice men and women together and everything. And like, they do a lot to like welcome freshmen and like make sure everybody like has a support system kind of like on campus. Like we had a preseason camp in Lake Tahoe and we all went up there before we went to campus. So like, 
we get wow. to campus a little bit early and like we already have seven like whatever 60 familiar faces who like will take you anywhere if you're lost or like um drive you to the pharmacy if you need to get something or like like anything um and everybody was like so supportive and like ready and willing and excited to do that for just just to, like make sure people felt comfortable and supported and like that was definitely like a part of team culture that like we always try to like bring forward and 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 emphasize because it's like one of the best parts about about that team and eases the transition for many people and definitely did for me yeah that makes sense did you have a sense of kind of that team atmosphere before you decided on on that school honestly no um, <laughs> I, I visited like my junior year spring and I like I met, met I met with the coach it was John Goldhammer at the time and um yeah liked him didn't really get to meet people on the team I wasn't really there for that long I, I was didn't take like an official visit or anything um just saw that the team was big they seemed to get along with each other and I don't know I kind of just expected like eh, whatever the situation is I'll make the best of it and so I was like very pleasantly surprised to like walk into a situation like that that was like like a big family and yeah that's that's great not everybody has that experience so that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's that's awesome you were able to do that and you know i i'm sure you know made some really good friends mm -hmm. yeah i've met some awesome people <laughs> what was it like you know kind of coming to that end of the running career at that school like knowing you still wanted to kind of continue. I mean, did you already know that you were going to apply to like run as a graduate someplace else? Yeah. So kind of had like an interesting, I mean, as, as we all did, uh, interesting last four years um, with the pandemic, like right smack in the middle of it. Um, so like we got sent home March, 2020 um, and we weren't back on campus until this past fall. Like nobody was on campus last year. We didn't have a season, obviously, like, because we weren't right. even on campus. And so I felt like I had a very abbreviated college experience. And, like, I managed to graduate and just, like, I didn't take any classes during the COVID year. I didn't want to take, I didn't want to pay for Zoom school. Mm. Um, and so I, I worked at, like, coffee shops and stuff. Um, <laughs> but so it felt like I kind of, like, rushed through the whole thing. Um, and, like, it was definitely a bummer to, like, know how much time I'd missed with like my teammates and stuff. But at the same time, like we had, we had the opportunity to like live together during the pandemic um, in some like Airbnbs throughout like the Southwest and stuff. Uh, and that was, that was really cool. It was really awesome. And we were so grateful to like finally be back on campus. And like, it was a really, it was, it was like a dream season for, for our team. Um, we had like a program high finish at nationals and like, just everything just clicked and like I had a, a wonderful training group like I, I don't think there's anywhere I could have been that would have had a would have been a better training group for me it was like four of us and like for cross country we were just working out together like every single day and during track we had some so slightly different um like events but um still like running together almost every day um and so it was really hard to leave them and it was a little bit weird to like I don't know, always a little bit bittersweet, like knowing what we what we missed. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it was really sad to know I'd be moving on from CMS. Um, but at the same time, like kind of during that pandemic year when I was like taking time off from school, I was running a lot and like that was my main focus. And I 
kind of decided then that I wanted to keep doing it in grad school. Like if I had the opportunity, it was like kind of a compromise. Like, okay, I won't take like a fourth year at Scripps, but I will like run for two more years somewhere else and get a master's degree out of the deal. Um, so I knew I had more running. So it was more just like, like a little bit of sadness, um, but like also gratefulness for like, for the CMS experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, you, I mean, have, I, you know, dealt with it as a coach at the high school level mm-hmm. and, and that was hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, it sounds like you made the best out of it, you know, being able to kind of work through the year and work with some teammates to not only just like, just take that break from school. So you mm-hmm. weren't like in a situation that maybe wasn't the best for you. Cause a lot of people did not do well online. Mm-hmm. And for some people it works great, but not everybody. Yeah. And, and knowing what was going to work for you and being able to like continue running. And I mean, it obviously paid off, you know, you talked a little bit about the success of your school, but I saw, I think you were top 10 in basically all your races this <laughs> last year in cross country, uh, fourth at regionals, 26th at the D3 national championships with the team placing second. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty, uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, I, I'm i very grateful for, I mean, um, like, obviously, I'm not grateful for the pandemic, but I'm grateful for what we and I was able to make of, like, that that time. Um, just, like, really learned a lot about myself as a runner and, like, was able to, like, have a lot of uninterrupted, un, uninterrupted time just, like, putting in mileage, like... Um, I ran a lot of like time trials that fall because I think like I was finally when we got sent home in in May in March 2020 I was about ready to have like the breakthrough I'd been kind of waiting for Um, (laughs) I was in like really good shape and like then yeah Um, so a little bit of like unfinished business like going into that summer like I think my 5k PR going into that was like 1850 or something and I was like I know I can run 1730 like this is I'm not going to just like sit on this for two years until like we maybe get back to campus and so yeah we were living in Pagosa Springs um training at like 7,000 feet it was beautiful it was it. Awesome. So, yeah yeah um and so like my boyfriend like paced me to some 5k time trials and like I managed to kind of like you know like come to peace with like my PRs um <laughs> like from those it was like okay now I can just work and get ready for cross like it doesn't have to hang over me um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I mean, and, and doing it up in Pagosa, like you said, 7,000 feet. I mean, that's, uh, any times you can get there are, I mean, that's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a shock to the system for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, not, you know, when you grow up at that elevation and you're a little bit more used to it, like that's one thing, but and I mean, growing up in Cedar Crest, you're mm-hmm. probably fairly close to that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm at 7,000 feet here, but I'd never, like, you know, raced or even, like, worked out at up this high. Yeah, and it's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, what was it like to for the team to come out, you know, second place? Like, what was that? Like, you, I know you said you had that core group of, four of you but what did what that feel like to to you yeah i mean it was uh 
my teammate Riley and I were both seniors um, and we had lived together pretty much the whole pandemic. And so like, we'd been like really thinking about, about like trying to do something special that fall, like for the whole 18 months that we were, that we were gone. Um, And like, she overcame really long injury and like, then um, Meredith and Nat um, and everybody came in just like in really great shape, like overcoming like so much over the past, past year. Um, And so like we were just excited to like to arrive on campus and like see things like starting to to fall into place and then it was fun it was a fun position to be in because like we had finished like 20th or whatever like the year the last time we'd had a cross-country nationals um and so nobody like really expected us to like win or 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 anything um and like we flew out to pre-nats and there wasn't really anybody there but um we ran really well and we're like, it was starting to like, just become clear that like, wow, this could actually happen. And and it was a, we get to nationals um, and Hopkins was obviously the favorite and um, we hadn't, we didn't really know exactly how we were going to stack up with them, but it was cool. It was just like, let's just see what we can do. Let's just see if we can give them a run for, for their money. And um, they ended up winning by two points. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so it was a little bit bittersweet. We were like, we finished the race. We were all we were like crying in a in a pile at, at the end, um, like just exhausted from the season and just like really proud. And we didn't know what the score was. Um, and we like asked some random people, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you guys got second by like twenty five points." And we're like, "Yay, that's awesome! Like we ran so great, super happy with that." And then like that had been like the the like five k split or whatever, and so we hear the announcement of the final somebody makes a joke like oh well at least we didn't lose by like two points that would have sucked (laughs) (laughs) and then we hear the announcement and we're like oh my god because you know two points in a race that big it's it's like less than a second could come from anywhere but at the same time like we all ran our hearts out and yeah so (laughs) we're proud but we were also like oh so close that's such a hard like it's so much easier like you said like oh, we got second, but we weren't even close. And and then to know, like, you were that close. And like you said, I mean, it really is. Oh, God, in, in these big races, I mean, you can literally shift five spots with just losing a second or gaining a second. Like, yep. that's so... Um, I, I, I feel you on that one. So there's always going to be that, like, oh, wonder if I had, you know, kicked, like... Yeah. 10 meters earlier if I could have gotten one more girl you know but like at the end of the day like we ran really well it was it was a really awesome season and we had a lot to be proud of um we had an our, our old coach Goldhammer retired right when the pandemic start started so we had like almost a like a six or eight month period with like while they were trying to hire someone new and then um we hired Marina and she was amazing um and it was just exciting to like do that with her and like for her in our first season in her first like real season of being on campus that's that's awesome i didn't i didn't even look up your coach um what was it like to have you know a a female coach i mean i know you talked about having your your dad coaching you cross country i don't know what what uh, middle school track looked like but i know um cross country and track and manzano like the head coach is is a guy and he's great Mm -hmm. um but you know, what was it like to to have a, a woman coaching you? Yeah, it it was awesome. I didn't even realize I I think like how awesome it would be. Like, 
it was like oh cool that, that's cool but when we hired her um but then just like I felt like she figured me out as an athlete like faster than any coach I'd worked with before had um my high school coach Vihar had hired some like really awesome assistants like uh one Natalie had been like a, a Monzano grad and she like ran for NMSU and stuff and so like I really looked up to her in high school um and like I feel like I learned a lot from her and I really enjoyed working with her and then um coach Gabriella uh, he hired and, and she was like a triathlete from the Czech Republic and, and she was awesome too so I, I'd worked with some like really amazing women before but like having a, a, a female head coach and then like our athletic director is also a woman it just oh, wow. felt like like a really like empowering like understanding um like just exciting environment to to be in and it was really fun to to work with her and to work with everyone yeah that's great that's awesome you know it's just and I and I, I coach girls and I enjoy it and <laughs> I you know I try to be understanding and I try to bring you know some other our former athletes in like like your <laughs> coach did um, but I know it's not quite the same you know there's just some things I won't understand <laughs> no I mean I've, I've had like amazing I'm grateful for all the coaches I've worked with and like everybody brings something special yeah. but it's it's just something cool about like having at least at least one woman on the on the coaching staff, I feel like is really, really vital for like, no matter where you are. Um, and like, no matter who you're coaching. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you. So I want to talk a little bit about your majors, so your linguistics major. Mm-hmm. And what took you into linguistics? Like what made you think like, Oh, this sounds like fun. I don't really know. I kind of just like, took a linguistics class my first semester and was like, oh, this is really cool. I like this a lot. Um, I like like the kind of thinking, like pattern finding and like languages are really cool, like powerful, I don't know, part of part of society. And so I enjoyed learning about it, um, but I didn't really know like what I wanted to do like post-college. And I honestly, I still don't, um, <laughs> but it was a really fun major and I feel like it, it gave me a lot of skills just that can be applied to almost anything um hopefully yeah yeah (laughs) that's always the hope yeah yeah (laughs) it's just such a unique you know uh field that you don't often hear a lot of a lot about you know Mm -hmm. Um, and you were we talked a little bit before you were doing something with that with um like a kenyan language over the um this last year or over the break? Yeah, so it was actually uh, the summer of 2020 um, okay. when I got to work on that research project. Um, major benefit of Scripps and, and the consortium was just like having the opportunity to do like awesome undergraduate research with really like amazing professors. But my my major advisor um, has been working on this project of documenting um, several Kenyan languages um, like writing a a linguistic grammar so basically just like outlining and describing how like different parts of um like syntax work in each of these languages um and so he had our team working on like the noun phrase syntax of the language Chiriki um so like like word order within like a noun phrase Okay, um, <laughs> but yeah, Thank we you. worked with a language consultant in Kenya, and, and it was really cool. Like, we would design uh, elicitations and basically be like, "How do you say this?" 
okay, how do you say this? Okay, does this order of these words sound okay to you? Like, does it have a different connotation? And, and just try and like really extensively like look at this really small piece of like the overall puzzle of the language. Um, and then like we wrote it up at the end and and he's gonna like publish this grammar like open source um, wow. like for the community and for like the linguistics community as well. Um, once the, it's a huge project. It's gonna be like 20 years probably, but once <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is so cool and intriguing and just, uh, it, it does sound like fun. Like I can see why <laughs> you got like interested in it. Like, oh yeah, how does that work? Cause even just, you know, in, in more of like just English, Spanish, you know, languages I'm more familiar with, like mm-hmm. how you say things and the, the order you say it, like com- can completely mm-hmm. change it. And, either of those languages right like you say one yeah. thing in english and you try to translate in spanish and it can be sometimes almost like completely different or backwards in how you say it yeah and there's a lot of like nuance about like that you might not even realize unless you like think about it concretely about like what maybe a different word order would like imply um so yeah that was a, it was a really cool opportunity and like a very fun project and i really enjoyed the type of thinking and it felt like a very impactful project also yeah, that sounds just really <laughs> so different and so cool. I mean, I, again, I mean, maybe that's the thing. I mean, you went to a, a school that had like, was a part of five schools and <laughs> doing these very interesting things. Like that's these experiences that I think are just, um, I don't want to say completely unique, but not something a lot of people have an opportunity to experience. Yeah, definitely. I feel very lucky to have had the opportunities that I that I do yeah, yeah. so are you going to can continue with linguistics for your master's degree I am not um so a lot of like the grad work in linguistics would have to go like the PhD route and I don't really think I want to work in like academia or get a PhD <laughs> so <laughs> I'm actually going to get a master's in um, political science and like hopefully go into like like the public policy corner of that and, and hopefully end up doing like research um, of some sort for like a nonprofit or maybe for the government. Or, I don't really know exactly. I'm kind of buying time to like figure out <laughs> <laughs> what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. I think that there are lots of people still trying to figure that out who are much older than you. So <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, it sounds like a nice, you know, at least this idea of a plan that you have of like, well, I'm going to go down this way and see where it, it leads me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll lead somewhere. Exactly. It's going to take you somewhere. You just yet to know where that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that sounds, it sounds like, like fun. And you're going to be going to the University of Nevada in Reno. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly pretty similar to Albuquerque in lots of ways. Same altitude, like kind of same like high desert vibe. Weather's pretty similar this upcoming week. Yeah. Wow, I did not realize that. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that, I didn't I didn't realize that they were similar altitude to be honest. Yeah, I honestly didn't know anything about Reno either. But then I was like looking for. I wanted to. I know I run well at altitude, and I, I like enjoy. I don't know getting fit up high. So I was looking for like a school in the mountains where I could 
be able to run and, and stuff. Um, and yeah, Reno kept popping up and I was like, wow, this looks like a good fit. That's awesome. Um, did your parents ever get to watch you race while you were in uh, at Scripps? Yeah, um, a couple of times. I, I had injury and like health stuff my first few years, but this senior year, it was it was awesome. They they both came out to nationals. Um, my mom actually surprised me. It was just going to be my dad, but then she was like, look where I am, Louisville. Um, <laughs> so that was really cool. Uh, they they would each come out like, like my mom would come out in the fall and my dad would come out in the spring, like to California for like one weekend. Um, and then in the spring, I got to race like the same weekend as my graduation. So they got to see me race there. Um, my mom came out to nationals. So like they, they came out a little bit more my senior year and it was really, really special. Yeah. That's really cool. And the reason I asked, cause you know, Nevada being part of the mountain West and mm-hmm. being, you know, in with UNM, I know they come down to uh, some of the indoor meets and, mm-hmm. and that sometimes so you might be racing in Albuquerque again. And that would be pretty awesome for them to obviously be there for that too. Yeah. Um, actually our regional meets at UNM this, this fall. Oh, awesome. So I didn't realize that. Cool. It'll be kind of full circle, like my first ever cross country meet. And then, well, maybe my last ever, we'll see, we'll see what we can pull off um, <laughs> here and here at home. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's really cool. Like that's um, exciting. It'll be cool for anybody, you know, who's listening and remembers you or maybe is getting to know you for the first time and can be out there and like, oh, okay, if I go out there, I can root for not only UNM, but we got a couple of, you know, former Albuquerque runners yep. <laughs> running for other teams that we can root for. <laughs> That'll be cool. I, it'll probably, well, and did you ever run on the UNM golf course? Yeah, it was always our first meet of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So it's, you, you, you're familiar with it a little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you'll just be running the 6K instead of the 5 Yeah, loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be really cool. That's, that's, I guess, an extra little perk of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Lots of free trips home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your parents will like that as well. Yes. <laughs> um, have you already kind of met the team there and everything? A little bit. Um, I went out for an official visit this winter um, and I got to meet a part of the team. It was like early. So some people were um, not quite there yet or, or like dealing with illness or something um, and it seemed really awesome seem to really love Reno and like love the area and love the team. And, and, um, I actually, they came to some of the same meets we did this year. So I got to like, oh. um, see a few of them at like Brian Clay and, um, we were cheering for teammates at UCLA and they were, they were there too. So that was cool. That's awesome. So you might even, if you guys do some similar things, you might be at some of the meets of your former teammates next year as well. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Uh, have you, are you nervous at all about making that jump from D3 to D1? Um, it's definitely gonna be different, but I feel like kind of throughout my running career, I've sort of like had a pretty like linear progression and, and have just kind of like, uh, learned to like kind of grow into like the, the like space that I'm, uh, competing in. Like I was 
way in over my head when I first got to scripts and I kind of worked my way up. And so I, I feel like I, uh, have grown a lot as a runner and like, I, I was hurt for a lot of cross country season this past fall. Like I was in the pool, like all week, I was still able to race, but a lot of, a lot of pool time. So I think I have a lot more to give like on the cross country course than it like looks like I did last fall. Um, so I'm excited to do that. And I think it'll be fun to be competing against like these familiar mountain West teams that I like I've followed like throughout college, of course. Um, all right. And yeah, just, just like see what happens, like no pressure um, on myself or anything, but like, I, I don't know, just consistency and consistently <laughs> like not being afraid to compete in whatever situation I'm in. That's a, that's a great attitude to have. I think that's something that a lot of people can learn from just <laughs> kind of grow into it and, and take what you can get kind of. I mean, it's easier said, like, you know, looking yeah. back on it than, of course, it is in the moment. But, yeah. <laughs> well, and I was going to ask you, because you have, like, like you talked about, you dealt with, you know, anemia. You got sick a lot your freshman year. You've had some other injuries. You had to deal with the pandemic and not be <laughs> at your school. Like, how how do you stay or how did you stay motivated through all that and, and to be at the point where you are now, you know, making the transition to a D one program? Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like I just set like medium sized goals and kind of just like focus on those and don't like think too, too far in the big picture. Like, like early high school, it was like, or middle high school, it was like, okay, I want to qualify for state individually in, in track or like, I want to be all state and cross country. And then like, um, for the first few years of college, it was like, okay, I want to make the travel squad, um, like qualify for nationals. I didn't in, until my senior year, but, um, and then it was like through the pandemic, it was like, okay, I want to really help the team do something special. And like, um, want to be an all American individually. And then it was like, I want to qualify, you know, just like little goals, little, little goals that aren't like, that aren't too far from where I'm at right now, but are, are still like, still like forward progress. And I feel like that helps me kind of stay focused and just like, you know, just keep putting in, keep putting in the time that's great i mean I, I think you know a lot of people talk about smart goals and i forget what the whole acronym uh stands for but i really mm -hmm. like the the attainable part you mm -hmm. know because if you feel like you're making progress towards something you're more likely to to even overshoot that a bit mm -hmm. yeah definitely and i feel like sometimes i'm like surprised when i or like, I, I found myself surprised over the past few years, just like, oh, wow, I really did manage that. I guess I need to, to re <laughs> refocus and think of something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like you surprise yourself a lot, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I guess it's a, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a fun mindset to keep myself kind of in, like not trying to like put too much pressure on myself Cause I know that I like, I, I know that I run better and I, I like, I'm happier when I'm like, um, I don't know, not like crippled by, by yeah. self-imposed pressure. Yeah. No, I, like I said, I, I, I think that's, that's wonderful. Cause a lot of us can get wrapped up in times or placement or beating this teammate or that, you know, a lot of things that aren't necessarily in our control. And going out there and, and putting in the work and saying, okay, well, 
I'm I'm gonna try to reach you know for this thing that I know I'm I'm right there at, and I yeah. think that like I said can be a lot more beneficial. And there's a lot of luck involved. Like I've been lucky to stay mostly healthy and you know like continue making forward progress, but try to kind of keep a big picture. Like if I have a bad race, not let it like you know throw me off too much and, and just like move forward and trust trust the process trust the consistency right we're all gonna have bad races even if we're yeah no matter what. it's inevitable yeah <laughs> it sucks but yeah it's inevitable and <laughs> just gotta push through and and be ready for the next one <laughs> yep <laughs> oh well awesome um you know this is been a lot of fun talking to you um but i think this is probably a good place to kind of wrap up uh i'm excited to you know hopefully see you racing down here for for nevada the wolf pack i believe right yep the wolf pack yeah so that'll be cool um hopefully i'll get to see you uh, at one of the meets i try to get to some of the indoor meets and cool and cheer on so and then anybody else listening, obviously. Uh, so, and excited for you to have a, a good cross-country season and into the track year. And you, you said you have one cross-country season and two track seasons left, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That'll be, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, should be really fun. And my sister's actually going to be transferring there as well. So we'll be on the team together. Yeah. That so is really team. cool. Yeah. That is... Uh, that's kind of unique. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it should be really fun. That's where was she at? Um, she was at Regis University in Denver. Um, yeah. In high school, she played a lot of soccer, um, ran a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but she's transitioning to running, you know, full time and stuff. That's awesome. That'll that'll be cool that she can kind of, you can show her the ropes and hopefully <laughs> she doesn't beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, um, it'll be really nice to have somebody in Reno that I, you know, family in Reno. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, again, kind of reaching back to just the rest of the family, I'm sure it'll be great for your parents. Like if you guys are both traveling and, and, and that they can see both of you in, in yep. one shot. Or come out and visit us both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's really cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah. congratulations on that part. Cause that's, uh, I think that that's fun. I mean, obviously it sounds like you guys have a good relationship, so. Yeah, it should be really fun. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, um, I just have one more question for you, and that is just uh, what are you listening to when you're getting ready to get out there for a run or a time trial at 7,000 feet? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been, I've been driving into town a lot for my runs, just you know, to try to get the mileage in. And my mom's car has, that I've been driving a lot, has um, has Sirius XM. So I've been listening to Alt Nation on Sirius XM. Um, nice. But also one of my favorite bands, Sarah and the Sundays. Um, they're, oh. I don't know, they're small. They're going to be at Meow Wolf next week. So Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sarah and the Sundays. I'll have to check that out. That's alternative? Yeah. Yeah. They're very little. Cool. I'll, <laughs> I'll check that out. Um like, this has been a lot of fun. Good luck this year. Good luck to your sister and, and getting to hang out. And um, is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? 
I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at RunningNewMexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.